Hello everybody and welcome to this audio presentation. Welcome that back. I was getting there man. Sorry. You're too eager. eager, so eager. We, we haven't done it in a while, it's alright. I get the excitement. I'm wearing a Swindon jersey as well. I've noticed that, we'll get on to that, don't we? We'll get on to that. Uh, yeah, welcome back to What's Sorry Podcast. My name's Danny Murray and beside me is the Ballybrack general election candidate for 2020. He's going to liberate the people of Sally and Ogham, St. Joseph boys. <laughs> You told me earlier on that you were going to liberate the people of Sally and Ogham from St. Joseph's Boys. <laughs> yeah, we will. Get rid of Joe's. Back to Valley Rack. Exactly. Graham Merrill Merrigan, how are you, mate? Great, yeah. All good. good. Can't complain. We're back in Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. It's good to be back. It is, yeah. It was coming in earlier on. The lads in the gym had some questionable music on for the workout routine. And the mm. farms are on the M50. They are, yeah. Causing mayhem, yeah. How would you feel about working out with Nickelback, lads? Nah, Nickelbacker. Not for me. Not no. for me. No. Definitely not for me. No. Not for me. Um, and that is the voice of our guest. It is, it is. Who has joined us here in the Fabulous and Famous Patrick Castle Hotel. Merrow, now give him, now, no pressure. No pressure, no. I'm, I'm sweating here. <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting it to you. The, what, the introduction? To do a good intro now. He deserves it, so come on now. He's Shamrock Rovers midfielder, Ireland midfielder, Shamrock Rovers player of the year, PFEI player of the year. Do you get any more player of the years? And I was not a rough for him on the Yeah, <laughs> It's super <laughs> Jack Poor. Welcome. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, lads. Love it. Um, when are you swimming for bowls? Tell you what. Where's that new stadium coming? <laughs> <laughs> not even joke about that, you know. He pretends to be a bowls fan because of me. I pretend to be. Yeah. Do you notice how I said you open bowls colours tonight? To match your bowls chair? Yeah. Oh, you tramp. <laughs> the Swindon jersey definitely from Ireland, is it? Yeah, daughter sent it to me this week. I have Bradford and a Swindon jersey. He's in some form this season. Yeah, where yeah, did he end up this month? Would you say? Um, is he staying with Bradford? I don't know. To be honest, I haven't. I haven't asked him about. It. Like me, I would say he'd want to go back to Swindon because obviously top of the league and he's obviously done so well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sixteen and, uh, goals, isn't it? I think twenty-three. Yes, I think it's twenty-three now. I'm not sure. He was the top goal scorer. In all it's of a the, stupid amount for that. All of Europe or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was, was, yeah, he was. So, uh, I come here, when we played with my old it was the same thing before he got injured. He was banging them in for us. He obviously got injured then and, uh, and we did perform, but um, he's some goal scorer. He's some player. Yeah, he's deadly. Uh, he is some player. I'm always annoying him to come back to Rovers. So am we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we'll so keep it we. on, we'll keep yeah, it up. We'll keep it up. And yeah. Pedro Flair is as well. Yeah, don't be going back to Swindon, I'll grab it. He said that. Uh, if they could break the bank, he'd yeah. be back. Come here, I'd break the bank for them, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be great at early, I think, now. Yeah, he would, yeah. I he'd, just want to clarify. I just want to clarify to the people at Tala that when we say break the bank, we don't mean literally break into a bank. Like, <laughs> just calm down. There's only don't. ATMs around Tala there that we can all go and take 50 out. <laughs> you, you met Dollar at Oldham, was it? We met Dollar at Oldham, yeah. Um, we was on loan there from Wigan, and he signed from Preston the last day similar to me kind of and uh, ah, come here, he was very good to me when I was over there Yeah, we had Christmas dinner in his house and all with, with, uh, with Kira and, and the kids and he was brilliant to me yeah Doyle is uh, not only a good player he's a very good person like you yeah. know and he, uh, he did a great interview with the end though did you see that I've seen it yeah. where he was saying he changed his diet and all yeah I've seen it and like this fella like before we go train he'd be up swimming he'd be up we'd be going swimming at 6 in the morning and me, 19, 20, just rolling out of bed, going in, having a bit of toast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not thinking this this is uh, this is like any different. And then I'm talking to him and he, I said, well, what did you do this morning? He said, well, I was up with the kids at half six. And then I went there. 
we went swimming and, and now I'm here and I'm thinking, tell you what, I'll be finished. I'll be finished training by then if we went with a swim. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be knackered. So, um, I know, just, just saying how professional he is and, and I, a funny story actually. Remember I got a dog and the dog kept crying. And I put into the I put into the chat. I says, Doyle, I says, listen, I says, I'm gonna have to bring the gonna have to bring the dog in the train. I says, I can't leave the dog at home. I got a reply off him. I said, Jack. He goes, Jack. He says, uh, you want to start taking this job serious? He says, uh, he says, I have real life kids at home crying, and I can't bring them in the train. <laughs> He says, I uh, says, you know what? You're right. The dog's staying at home. <laughs> so, uh, no, but he's just, just a top fella, like, you know. <laughs> just a top top fella. Yeah, I would definitely bring the dogs with me. Like, oh, yeah. Know, what dog was it? A French bulldog. Oh, he was only a baby, boy. A French. You know, when you put it into perspective, <laughs> real life babies at home. He said, ah, do you know what? I said, yeah, right. You actually wanted to bring it to China. I did. I wanted to give it to the kid, man. He says, you bring that on a little board there while we're trying. <laughs> So I can't deal with that crying when I'm leaving. <laughs> Where's the dog now? The dog's over to Manchester. I couldn't bring it home because we had a dog here. So right, we gave yeah. it to one of my mates, Maz, over to Manchester. So she's looking after. Yeah, I was going to say it's on the farm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You went to Manchester at 14, was it? We went over at 14, yeah. So I got Man City when I was 14. Um, That's younger than usual, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I was meant to... I said, Meant to go to school over there, I didn't. Um, Dummy Junior said here. And then I went, I went to 14. They offered me a, a contract that basically changed, you know, me and me, me family's life. And uh, couldn't sign out with it, to be honest. And I was yeah. very lucky that I got the deal I did. Um, I had a few other clubs in for me at the time. It was probably, it was probably between there and Arsenal. Um, Lane Brady was, was very good to me when I, when I went over to Arsenal. Uh, I went with my brother. Um, Tottenham, you know, all, all, the, all the big clubs, really. It was away since I was 12, most weekends. Um, 12? Yeah. That's after, even young for 12, isn't it? Yeah, after the, kind of after the Kennedy Cup, like, I was, yeah. was here, there and everywhere, like, you know. Um, kind of knew from a young age that I was, was going to be a footballer. Um, well, tried to be, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, just, you know, we got offered a deal, Man City, um, when I was 14. Changed, changed my life, changed my family's life. Um, you know, it wasn't long before that I'd lost me, uh, my father. So, you know, um, needed to go and take the opportunity. And let's be real about it, I, need, I needed the money, like, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, did I really want to go at 14? Probably not. I would have liked to stay till I was 15, maybe 16. But, you know, you're giving everyone a head start on you then. And, and uh, you know, they told me that I'd go in, train with the eight ends when I was 14, full time, two sessions a week. Or two sessions a day every week, um, so look, it was something that I couldn't say no to. Who did you follow a team in England? Yeah, I followed Aston Villa. Yeah, I was did over you? there a few times. Yeah, um, so I met Jack Grealish. Still stay in contact with Jack now. Like, and you know, uh, I obviously was over there about four, four or five times when I was younger. Um, it's always a club. You always want to think, oh, I'll sign yeah. for them. But man, when Man City come knocking, and you know. Um, the it's your job though, isn't it? Yeah, the money. Yeah, you know that mm. they they just been taken over at that stage. Um, so they explained to me that this was gonna be basically a center of excellence for the whole of the world. Um, they wanted the best players from around the world to come to this academy. Um, and basically have a like a, a, a 
centre of excellence for all the best young kids under 18 in, in, in the world. And listen, they did. They signed players from Real Madrid for five million. Uh, they signed players at from, that age. Yeah, they signed. They signed uh, Pozo, um, the kid that played a couple of times. They signed him yeah. from Real Madrid for five and a half million. I think it was. Um, Olivier Encham signed him from uh, I think it was Le Havre. Uh, you know, Seco Fofana, Jason Denea, um Angelino, myself, um, Pablo Maffeo, all, all these players. Um, probably missing a few. Kelechi and Nacho. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Marco Lopez. You know, all these, all these players um, coming in. And Did they ever sink in with you? Like with at the time, no. Yeah. Uh, like at the time, you're just thinking. This is great, and it's gonna be great forever. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And and uh, we've got a five-year contract, and and uh, and I'm happy out. And then things change. You know, you get to a certain age, and you're not a kid anymore. I remember uh, getting knocked out of out of U Cup, and uh, my agent saying to me, "Listen, um, well now you're disappointed, but you're out of U Cup now. Um, you don't have another year playing, and this this is real life now. This is men's football. You need to you need to kind of get going." And the son came with me, I went home and I thought, you know what, I've only got two and a half years here left on my contract. If this doesn't work out for me, where where do I go? Like, you know, and um obviously was working hard, but knew we could work harder and do better. And uh, you know, Patrick Vieira was the manager of the twenty threes. And uh, I, I knew it was gonna be I was already playing the under nineteens Champions League and he was looking after that. Um Jason Wilcox was looking after the eighteens. But I always knew that uh, I had a battle on my hands to try and get a, a spot in their reserve team. Do you know what I mean? Never yeah. mind the force team. So um, I went home that pre-season, worked hard, was out in Lugan. Uh, you know, I'm obviously not the most athletic player, but was out in Lugan running with my agent. Was it there with Adam Rooney and the Stevens? We used to go running every day. Uh, I went back, I felt good, felt fit. Um, still couldn't get into the reserves. <laughs> so... When you when you were going home at that preseason, are you told what to work on? Uh, yeah, you you get given a program, but my program was mostly cardio because my athletic side of the game obviously isn't my strength. Uh, anything with a football, I wouldn't say it comes easy to me, but it comes natural to me. Um, so it's really you know the physical side of the game that we had to try and improve, and and you know obviously going back then I felt good, I felt fit. Um, still couldn't get into reserves. The under 19 started. Obviously, done really well in the, the under 19 Champions League. That was a massive help for me. If that competition wasn't there, I probably wouldn't have got many games in that mm. season. Right. Um, because I'd done well there, um, opened up doors for a few of the older lads then to go on loan who were playing in the in the 23s. And, and um, because I was doing well in the 19s, and a couple of us were doing well in the 19s, they pushed us into the 23s. And then obviously we won the under twenty threes uh, Champions League, the International Cup, be part of was B team in the final. They were mm. brilliant, like you know they what had was that like? Uh, it was unbelievable. We, was it? we had six or seven thousand people. No, where was it played? Um, in the Academy Stadium, where oh, the girls played. Yeah, yeah. So that was just when that was opening up. Um, I think we 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 actually opened that stadium up, scored against Schalke, we beat them four one. Um, we opened the stadium up there. 
we were playing at two o'clock. The men's were playing Arsenal at uh, four o'clock, and they did a thing where if you buy a ticket for the men's game, you get a ticket for the reserve team game. If you want all the season ticket holders, we had seven thousand people there. Brilliant day out. We beat them four one in that international cup in the under twenty three Champions League. So because it was doing well up until Christmas in the nineteens, it opened doors for the likes of Seko Fofana and all these kind of players to go on loan. I think he went to Udinese on loan. Um, so we stepped into the reserves, done well. Uh, for six months um, still doing well in the Champions League because I was able to play in both was getting a lot of games and then obviously the end of the season came and you know I was lucky enough that I, I rolled my sleeves up I worked hard they offered me a new three year deal which was good and then uh, the door to Holland opened up you know Yeah. so I always heard about people saying look if you have the chance to go to a smaller team would you have done it differently and go to a lesser club but it doesn't always work out, you know, you, you, you don't play with the same calibre of players, you don't, mm. I'm not saying some of the coaches at them clubs, they, you know, I've been at uh, an older man, I've, I've, I've been at um, lower clubs where coaches, they don't really get that side of your game where, you know, the technical side and the tactical side, they, most of the time you're playing on a bad pitch on a Saturday and a Tuesday and, and most of these coaches are just trying to get the most physically they can out of you. Right, so they're yeah, not using yeah. you properly. Yeah, exactly, they're not using you properly. So um, when we went to Holland, you were playing once a week. It was perfect for me at the time. The chance to go to the championship at the time and Holland was a much better route for me to go because it was one game a week. You were going to a team where you were trying, you know, you you were trying tactically, you were trying technically, you were trying um, physically as well You'd have is, a is the coach week. as well giving you guidance on that loan move at all or is yeah, it just your family Patrick, and Patrick turned around to me um, the last day when I was coming home for the summer and he said listen he said this, there's a team in Holland in for you he said um, I think you should you should be basically banging down the door to you know obviously the, the people at the club um, to go he said I've, I've spoke to their manager I've um, I've told him that he, he should 100% take you they want you and I've told him he should 100% take you he said um, we had two players out on loan there the season before Sinan Batiki and uh, Albo Rusnak um, he said um, this is a good platform for you to go on and kick on like you know he said I don't want you he said as much as I like working with you and as much as I, I, I want you around the place I like having you around the place he said I don't want you in the 23s for another year and at what point are you kind of saying to yourself that's fucking Patrick Vieira saying that to me yeah like does it stop? Do you yeah. stop to take that in that this is a, a, a Premier League legend? Yeah, like we had a like even stuff like the doors Patrick would open, even in conversations. too I remember being in the room and uh, he answers the phone and he goes, "Oh, um, someone the coaches answers the phone and says, oh, is Patrick there?'" He says, "Yeah, who, who's calling?" And he says, "Oh, it's the Ice Man. Just tell him it's the Ice Man." He says, "Okay, no bother." The coach turns around to Patrick. No, he's just standing there by chance. And uh, Patrick picks up the phone and says, "Ah, oh, hello, Dennis. How are you?" It was Dennis Bergkamp. No so, like, he used to bring in. You were in the office, like. Yeah, he used to bring in. Uh, who did he have in training with us for the defenders? Just to work with the defenders, uh, Toram. He yeah, had, right. uh, yeah, Toram. Uh, he had Desai in one time. He had uh, Perez. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, even Proper stuff like this like for the. Uh, You're like, surrounded by that. Yeah, like. like Patrick used to go over and work with uh, Guardiola. Um, yeah. I don't know if we should be saying this, but he used to, you know, sometimes during the season, the international breaks, he'd go over and he'd spend time with, with, with Guardiola. And um, just when he come back, like his ideas, like, you know, when he'd be coming into training. And I was lucky enough that I'd done a, I'd done a month with Guardiola 
um, and Arteta and um, all, the, all these coaches um, yeah. when I came back from Wigan and it was oh, when I came back from Blackburn I was starting me move out to Wigan um, I was training with the first team and I was lucky enough that I did this, I, you know I got to see these things and I got to see the way they, they operate like you know what was Pep like? unbelievable yeah. just a he's just a genius isn't he he's just what you see like, you uh, training with him for a month yeah the attention the detail that he would uh, he would put in um, he was like stuff that you wouldn't think like the warm ups they'd be all circuits and they'd be all ball work and you know um, something that you just haven't seen before mm. but you know Patrick would be doing a lot of that stuff um, when we were when we were with the reserves he would be, be basically shadowing you know what Guardiola would be doing and I only noticed it then when I went in and I'd done um, I'd done the month with Guardiola and Patrick was at New York City then um, I, 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 some of the stuff he was doing I was thinking I've done this before do you know what I mean yeah. so uh, yeah it's just you know same kind of idea same same philosophy and would you um, be ever bringing the lads at home and saying I was just trying with Pep Guardiola today no but the thing is when you're that young you don't really you don't take really it in. take it's it just in your job. like it's just your job and it's uh, you're just getting called up to listen train with players like David Silva De Bruyne all these players and you're thinking at the time like it's great like but you're also thinking in the back of your head I want to do well here and get in here do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. well, it might not be realistic it might be um, but you're still now when I look back I think do you know what that was was a good time like yeah know? that's unbelievable time, like. yeah. and you're still only 19 yeah I was at still that stage. I was only 19 I was only uh, I was training with them obviously first time I trained with them I was 16 do you know what I mean I was lucky enough that I, I got on well with Mika Richards uh, he stayed in my old digs I always kind of had people there um, had a had a good go with it when I was probably 18 I was training with them you know a lot of the time and um well, didn't think it was far away, but looking back now, it's probably a million miles away. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But at the time, you didn't think it was far no, at away. At the time, at the time, we thought, you know, I'm getting close here. I'm knocking on the door. Was. And is it disheartened when it when it, the door doesn't open? Um. Well, come here. The door's not opening for the likes of Olivia Ancham. The door's not opening for the likes of Jason Denier, who I think I said you the week was linked with Juventus, and Leon said that they'd only take fifty five million for him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, yeah, you're saying that, yeah, I'm disheartened that the door never opened. But then I'm, I, I, I blink and I think, do you know what? I'm being realistic here. Yeah. Uh, this door might never have opened. Do you know what I mean? And what sort of conversations are you having then with like the, your your teammates who are all in the same situation you are, where it's kind of like, geez, lads, we're we're training with these regularly. Like, I mean, somebody has to be getting a nod soon. Like, what are you having those conversations? Yeah, you do. You you, you speak. You know what I mean? You always, you always like, speak. You know, but at the same time, uh, we we met five or six mates uh, from Man City who we played with since we're sixteen who are. I call close, very close friends. Do you know what I mean? We grew up, we basically grew up together. Yeah. Um, since the age of four, then. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, they very good to me, and you know we'd have these conversations. But at the at the same time, like one of them was at Sheffield United now, Cam Brown. One of them was at um, Rangers, Brandon Barker. One of them was at Oldham, Ashley Smith Brown, Plymouth. He's on loan at Oldham. The other ones at Scunthorpe. I'm at Shamrock Rovers. Do you know what I mean? Like these. Uh, these conversations you have having with these people they're not going on to have bad careers no, you know exactly. I mean? they're yeah, still professional footballers still yeah. playing they're yeah, still yeah, making absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Them, you know what I mean one of them in Premier League one of them in Scottish Premiership um, we've obviously you know played for Ireland this season um, yeah. 
like they're, they're not falling by the wayside they're still involved in the game absolutely yeah. when we're having these conversations about trying to take one of these players shorts like David Silva short or even if you're going on a pre-season tour with them you're still competing on getting into the reserve team with these players do you yeah. know what I mean with, with the likes of an Olivier Encham or, a, or a, um, my mate who's a centre-back Ian Bryan he's still competing with Jason Denier to try and get into the reserve team yeah. so the boys might go away and be thinking I hope I play here today against Roma pre-season tour 90,000 people in Australia or whatever it may be but you're still coming back then and thinking I, I could still be on the bench here for the reserves if I'm not at it do you know what yeah. I mean yeah. so it's a uh, it's a strange one, like you know. It's, Mad, it's, yeah. uh, it's yeah, a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, you're not, you're not, yeah. And then you're competing with trying to get out on loan and get games. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's players at Chelsea, Liverpool, United. Um, Who makes you know that inquiry I mean? about going on loan? Is it you, or does your agent say to the club, Jack wants a, a loan move? Listen, your agent can say whatever, whatever he wants to the club. If you're not playing well and there's no one ringing your agent for you to go on loan, you, you. You best believe that you probably won't get along. Right. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. There is no such thing as an agent bringing a club and saying, "Listen, I have a player here at Man City. Take him for six months. He might, he, he might come and watch. Do you know what I mean? He might yeah. say, yeah, I'll be, I'll come and watch. But you best believe they'll go and watch a centre back at Chelsea, centre back at Liverpool, centre back at United. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. they'll say, listen, there's four here. Which one do you want to take? And if you know you're not doing the business at, at your club, it's all right when you are when you're playing well. And the other thing is, you you go to a League One club, you'll be the highest earner at that League One club, leaving from a from a Man City's under twenty three. Yeah. You will, if if you went from a from Man City to I don't know, just say uh, um, Blackpool in League One, you would be the highest earner. Yeah. So it's a big statement for them to take you in. And yeah. if you're not ready for men's football at that stage. You're not gonna play, and then you're the highest earner at that club, and you're not even gonna play. Um, now they will do stuff where you know we we'll pay our wages for the year to get you experience, all that kind of stuff. But the club that you're you're leaving from will want you to play. Man City will want you to play. So if if I'm leaving, I had the I had the similar situation at Blackburn. I went to Blackburn. I didn't play. They called me back. You played you know, loads in Holland. I played loads. You in first Holland, yeah. came. I've I heard I heard I'd heard of you. <clears throat> I'd say towards the end of say your before you start going on loan yeah. about you know glowing reports from the the Irish journalists that keep an eye on the the players abroad, and then when you went to Holland, I started taking more notice of say there was always YouTube clips or whatever, yeah. and it was at that time you got called up to Ireland under Martin O'Neill, yeah, and then I I had seen your clips so I knew you were talented, yeah, and then I seen a press conference with you, and you were just. I just loved the press conference. Yeah. But you know what I said to myself? Now, you don't have to comment on this. You know what I had said to myself? I said to myself, Martin O'Neill's not going to like him. Yeah. Because um, you, you you'd made a comment in, your, in the press conference saying, oh, yeah, I'm here to try and get into the Euro squad. Yeah, because I was. And I loved that. I was playing. Mm. When, I made, when I made that comment, I was playing against... Um, I was playing... They, uh, Ireland were playing against Holland till... I think it was a month after I was in the squad. And... I knew the game was coming up and somebody asked me, they said, listen, uh, do you think you have a chance of playing? And I said, well, I think 10 of the Dutch team were playing in Holland and I was playing against them every week and I was getting in the team of the week and I was doing well. And I said, listen, I said, I'm, I'm playing against them every week. If I was given the chance, I'd back myself to do well because I was doing well at the time. It wasn't as if I was saying it out of, 
you know, I had no, I had no um, credibility or anything. I was mm. I was in that league. I was doing well. I had scored against PSV. I had um, done really well against Ajax. Done really well against Feyenoord. Um, so I, 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 I still now I would have backed myself if I had got on the pitch to 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 do well against players I was playing against every week. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, made sense. Like. Yeah, it yeah. did. I wasn't saying anything out of school. I didn't think. You no, know, I didn't I was, think so I was either. Just asked a question and. And I answered it honestly. And but I just thought you were so natural, given it was your first time talking to the media yeah. in Ireland as yeah, such. Yeah. I just thought, Jesus, this fucking lad's full of confidence. Yeah. And because I had seen clips of you playing, albeit not full matches, I knew you had the talent, and you were playing yeah. it week in, week out. And in, in what? How do you pronounce it? Eredivisie. Eredivisie. Yeah. What was your experience like in the Orient setup? Did, did like what was enjoy- Martin O'Neill like? Or look, I enjoyed it. I was uh, there. Was what was Keno like? Or Roy Keane? He was actually he was actually really good to me. Honestly, yeah. Um, didn't really speak to Martin that much. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, um, I was meant to go down. He called you a cocky young lad, didn't he? Yeah, look, he say what he wants. Really, do you know what I mean? It, mm. I just I just batted it off. I knew I was a. Uh, I knew I was, I was, I, I felt I was doing well enough to be in the squad. I have to back yourself. I was a young kid. I was, I was away. I was doing well. Um, I got called up to the squad. I like to think I didn't only get called up to the squad because the media were, were, were pecking his head. You know, I, I, I would have liked him to come to a few, a few matches and and uh, and see me play and make his own decision. Um, maybe he did only call me up because the media were. More, more on his on his case a little bit. I don't know, mm. but we was meant to go back and play for the for the twenty ones um, against Italy. Um, it felt as if we'd done alright in training, um, and I was meant to go back on the Tuesday to play against Italy, twenty ones. Was it was playing Ajax the following Saturday, and he comes to me on the Wednesday and says to me, "Listen." Uh, Wednesday morning I'm going out for training and it's usually a Wednesday before like, if we, if you if you were training if I was training for the twenty ones we would not wouldn't have done much on the Wednesday and uh, I was told listen yeah I was meant to be told on Tuesday if it was going back or not because you need to you know prepare for the game properly so he never told me on the Tuesday that I was going back the Wednesday comes around the morning I'm walking out to train I'm thinking right I'm staying here do you know what I mean I'd asked Robbie Kane at the time like. I asked Robbie Brady, I said, listen, will you go and speak to him? Like, and I asked him. And they said, look, he has, they spoke to security, he never got back to me. So I'm thinking, all right, well, I don't really want to go and ask him myself. I'm 19, I don't want to ask him, listen, am I going back down to play for the 21s? Because he might think, hang on a minute, does he want to be here? Does he want to go play yeah, for the 21s? Yeah. I was only 19, I was only a kid, my first time in there, I didn't really know anyone. And he came to me on the Wednesday morning when we're going out to train, and he said, uh, so you're going to go back and play for the 21s tomorrow. He says, "All right, so this is no problem." You know, I mean, he's me manager. They were, they what he says. Yeah. So, uh, finished training, hard session now, cause their game wasn't till the Saturday, so it was a bit leggy, like you know. And uh, went down. And then he went and watched the game on the Thursday. Um, and I actually done all right, you know. I done well in the game. I think I set the goal up. And we got beat. I think, I think we got beat three one. It was a good game, and. Uh, I played well in the game, but wasn't properly prepared for the game. You know, we 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 got back to Waterford then at half eight that night. Um, I don't know whether there was something in it to think. Look, listen, I don't want this kid to do do too well tomorrow in case you know people are calling. 
for him to be in the squad at the time. I don't know, just looking back on it, um, I've looked back on it since and I've thought, I don't know why he didn't just come to me on the Tuesday and say, look, listen, you're going to go back. Even if you had a time, look, you're going to go back on the Wednesday. Do, look after yourself. You don't, I've never really known a manager to, to, to throw that on you. Mm. The day before the game, you have to travel two and a half hours on a on a on a bus back down after you know tough session with with the force team at yeah, at, yeah. at that, at that stage, yeah, yeah. which is obviously a high tempo. And um, we forced him in there, and I went back down. I played, and I done alright. And listen, I didn't get called up again. Um, so he obviously. Do you think you rubbed him up the wrong way in the press conference? I don't know. Um, it was just myself, anyways. Yeah, you know yeah. I, mean? I, I don't think I said anything. I was skill. You've yeah. always really impressed me with the media. Did you did you ever get media training at all in that uh, city? No, we just we just I, th- I think I think people uh, find me honest. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If if they ask me a question, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll answer it honestly. I'm not a robot. Mm. Um, I won't tell people what 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 they want to hear, but I won't say something that's disrespectful later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, of course. I'm not like that. I'm I'm I'm. I'm just I'm just normal, you know what I mean? If yeah. you ask me a question I'll answer it. Um and most of the time it's 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 a straight answer and it's what people want to hear. I'm not trying to you know, put something in there that's for my own benefit or yeah. that's gonna make me look good or I'm not thinking about anything, I'm just saying what I feel at the time and yeah. Many most, days most did you train time. with the senior team that that we that trained. Time. I got there on the Sunday, um they all wanna see out and boot going to the awards. Um, I had to um, go to the awards with them. I had to meet them on the Sunday. Flew back from Holland. Um, went there and trained with them the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday. Um, then obviously went and played for the Twenty Ones on the on the Thursday. And was it brilliant to train with them though? At that point, it was an unbelievable experience. Honestly, it was. It was. Um, look, you think these things when you're nineteen, you're twenty. You think these things are gonna come around again. I'm, I'm sitting in the hotel room thinking, I'm room with Johnny Hayes and chatting with Johnny, and I'm saying. Tell you what, try well today. I think I might have a chance now on Saturday. You know what I mean? <laughs> These things are going through your head, and it's only till it's four years later, and you're and 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 you're standing on the sideline. There's sixty minutes to go, and Mick McCarthy's the manager, and you're thinking, "Fucking hell, dude, you know." <laughs> four years ago, it was a, uh, or three years ago, maybe I was thinking, you know, this is going to be every week now. You know what I mean? And yeah. Did did the O'Neill experience? Did the O'Neill experience? I don't even mean this towards O'Neill, just in general, like that sort of situation where you kind of you get a glimpse of it it doesn't work out that time fast forward a little bit there's a change of manager a change in the regime or not does that give you then a little bit of a kind of oh, fuck alright okay yeah here we go now now's possibly better for me like. yeah but I don't think you know the the Martin thing I never I never had a falling out with Martin do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. he, he was uh, look he caught me up he mm. very gratefully caught me up for the first time Um. But maybe what I took from that whole experience was how you know just how to deal with certain things better. Um, look, we're all kids. I was a kid, like you know, yeah, we're yeah, all kids yeah. at one stage. You just you just say what comes to your mind, and maybe now with experience, I might have not 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 that I wouldn't have said certain things, but I might have just went in and you know not really you know said to the media certain things. Or, yeah, yeah. But even looking back, I don't even think I did say anything that was. Um, maybe he just didn't fancy me as a player. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. You know, he had Wes Houlihan in the 10 at that stage. He was probably ripping and it up. And, and still wasn't probably, really using Wes. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and um, uh, he probably felt as if he had, if he was going to make one change in the 10, it was going to be Wes and there was no need mm. for me to be there. Do you know what I mean? But 
which is fair enough. Yeah. If he, if, come here, if he, if he, if he had said something like that to me or whatever, but I was just gone out of that blind thinking, what, what, what do I have to do to get back in the squad? Now, when, when I was in the Orland squad, um, when Mick called me up, uh, what I'm very grateful for to to Mick and to Terry Connors and to Robbie Kane is that they won't let me leave that camp without giving me advice and saying, Jack, this is what you need to work on. Brilliant. You need to be better at this. If you want to play for us, this is what you need to, this is what you need to do to play for us. Do you know what I mean? And um, like I've left the, the, the Ireland camp in March. Um, I got called up. Mick obviously went to watch the game, called me up. Unbelievable. You know what I mean? Thinking, this is, this is great. Go in there, don't play. Um, did well in training, thought I did well. Didn't get called up in the summer. Had a had a conversation with Mick, and to be fair, he told me why I wasn't going to be called. I'm not going to say why, but yeah, he told yeah. me he said this. He said you, as much though in the media as yeah, well, didn't he? He said this is what you need to do to get called up to my team, and I went away and I worked on it. Do you know what I mean? I went away and I said, right, if I, if I want to get called up, not only to to the to the Ireland national team, obviously the best thing that can happen to you, but if I want to improve myself. This is what we need to do. If if a person with his experience and his knowledge in the game, and especially around championship level, um, Premier League level, if he's saying to me, "Look, listen, it's not really what you're doing on the ball. It's uh, it's a lot what you're doing off the ball, and and um, you know, you need to create more chances. You need to score more goals. Then I, I need to listen to that. Do yeah, you know of course. I mean? yeah, so yeah. I went away and I, I, I tried to work on it, and, and uh, now thank God during the summer our European runs. You know, we're all saying the click, but it doesn't just click like that. You know, it's a lot of hard work uh, that went into it over the few months before that, and you know, um, the few months after, um, leading up to you know my debut, obviously against Bulgaria, and then um, I felt as if I was in much better shape against New Zealand than I was against Bulgaria. You know, so I was working, I was working hard, and and. Uh, Look, he obviously he, he noticed that and, and uh, he gave me a chance and looked very Absolutely. grateful for it. That, that feedback he gives you, like, because he he made no bones about what where he wanted to see you play. So the feedback he gives you, do you go back to Stephen Bradley and say, or if he says, how did you get on? How was the experience? And you're saying, yeah, got on great and all. Listen, he gave me this feedback. What do you think? Or do yeah, you, Is million, that how it works? Or? A million percent. Yeah. Um, I think he came out and said, "Look, listen, I'm not trying to tell Stephen Bradley how how to do his job." I remember he said that. Yeah. He's, uh, but he genuinely was trying to make me a better player. Want you more forward yeah, on the field, didn't yeah, he? Look, it's not only me in the squad that he was having these conversations with. Absolutely, yeah. having these conversations with a lot of people, um, and they have to go back and 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 work on these things as well with with their manager. So it's not it's not only me going back to Stephen Bradley, but um, when he's saying stuff to to, to Stephen and. A lot of it was kind of the same stuff, do you know what I mean? So we just think, uh, we think, listen, listen, listen to the both of them and, and listen to not only the two of them, as many people as I can, as can and yeah. try and get as much info from from the lot of them and uh, and try and use it for my game going forward. Because look, if it benefits my game, it's going to benefit whatever team we go into it as well. Do you know what I mean? So the, co- the, the, the coaches are going to be happy if if I'm improving individually because it's going to improve the team isn't it yeah absolutely do you know when you when you signed for Rovers last uh, January wasn't it yeah 2019 did you did you think international call up recognition was in your scope no playing for League of Ireland no 
No, I didn't. Did I feel as if I was good enough? Yeah. I always felt as if I was good enough, even when I wasn't playing at Blackburn or you know when I was on when I was on the when I wasn't when I was on the bench at Kilmarnock. I always felt as if I was good enough, and I always felt that it it, it will happen. Like you know, it, it happened before in patches, and um, probably not for as long periods as I wanted. It probably wasn't as consistent as I should have been in my work. Wasn't as focused as I should have been uh, in my work. Um, but that's all because of outside <coughs> stuff, though. You have to be yeah. in a good mental state yeah, to, had, let, to let all those pieces fall into place. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, um, exactly. Very comfortable from a young age as well. You have to take this into consideration, you know. Um, sometimes you lose focus, but there's nothing like playing football, mm. you know. There's nothing like getting a buzz out of, I don't know, scoring the winning goal or, you know, running out for your country. And these things... Uh, they, they, they slipped out of my mind a little bit because I wasn't as as focused or as passionate about doing it and you know we, we couldn't let other things um, feel as if they were more important you know than football yeah than football um, they materialistic things or yeah just I just felt as if like my family you know would be one thing like if we can get to a stage where you know my family are really really happy and that would make me happy and you know we kind of got to that stage and then I found myself not being happy you know and um, I needed to find that drive again to, to get me going like you know I felt as if it wasn't a money thing like it was more of a the money thing had gone like you know it, it's, it, it is what it is M money's money do you know what I mean yeah. it's not it's not the be all and end all when you're uh, you know, when you when when I was lucky enough to kind of, you know, be kind of set up. Did that focus come back when you came home? Yeah, because I, I came home purely for football. I didn't come home for anything other than, you know, there's nobody in this league that's a, that's you know gonna be a millionaire from playing in this league. I came back. Uh, that's okay though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's fine. Like you know, we uh, we we came back to people who are grounded and and. Uh, we came back with a, with a focus to say now we, we we want to do as well as it can for myself, um, you know in in football and anything else is 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 irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, we just want to try and show people that you know not that I have haven't fucked it away, but basically that I haven't yeah. you know fucked yeah, it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Want to show people that now we just had a a little bit of a. Wide spell and, and a bump in the road, and I'm still a still a young man, and these things can be sorted, like you know, and yeah. and uh, I always remember people coming into a come, coming into a room, ex players, they'll turn around, they'll say, oh, you know, you know, money used in this room will make it in the Premier League, or whatever it may be. And I remember sitting there at 16, 17, and looking at my mates and saying, this fella's talking, show you again, another one in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if somebody asked me now to go in and speak to... You'd say the same. I'd say the exact same thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you don't understand these things properly until you get to it. Until you to experience an age it. And you yeah. experience it and you go through it and you have these bumps and, you know, things. Uh, things become more more, um, more kind of irrelevant to, to have, like, yeah. you know, and, and then your focus comes back on football and family. You know, and that's... That's the way we ended up when we when I came back from Shamrock Rovers. I focused purely on football and me and, and my family. That's like, the most know? important yeah. things, isn't it? It's the it's, it's the only thing really, you know. 
it is when, when you strip it all down it's uh well when i strip it all down for myself it's the only thing really that matters you know there's nothing else really now so when you look at the season that you and rovers had last year and i think even the start of the season we done half a kind of preview thing I, even you as the most optimistic Shamrock Rovers fan don't think you were expecting it to be as good a season as it was is that no, fair to say no so then you kind of flip that and we're kind of saying you came it's in it's because of the high expectations I think amongst <coughs> Rovers fans where like you you want to be winning the leagues yeah, every yeah. year I didn't think quite I didn't think last season we were quite there to win yeah. the league and the way it panned out a great European run yeah. but as a football fan like I thought we saw great players including Jack yeah uh, I think I missed three games throughout the whole season yeah uh, I missed two, plus the two away European games so it was a great European he got called up to Ireland I got to go well I travelled to Georgia and Denmark you love Georgia Georgia's a fucking shithole <laughs> pothole fucking city <laughs> I'll F- agree with that fell on my chair about ten times Eh. <laughs> uh, so you do that coming home to the Oiga. Then yeah, <laughs> then the FAI Cup run like that yeah, great day, that semi final yeah. in Galway. Yeah, like that yeah. was just quarter amazing. Quarter final, sorry, yeah. quarter final. Yeah, yeah. semi final in Bowes. Semi final in in Daly. In Daly, where it wasn't a corner. Yeah. <laughs> Still not a corner. Still not a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that edits this. Right? <laughs> yeah, keep that in. <laughs> um, but now, yeah, it was. It was you wouldn't have expected that, like. Yeah. Did it? It took you. It took you a while to settle, did it? Would it that be fair to say? Yeah, it took me a while to get fit. I hadn't played in. Probably, I hadn't played from the summer until February. I didn't have a good pre-season because obviously everything that was going on with all them, um, then obviously getting relegated and then trying to get, trying to get us out basically. Um, and then went to Kilmarnock. I went there unfit. You're going into it. A season that's basically already started. They played three games you at the time. Scotland as well. Yeah, mm. and I, and I went to a team that was flying. Do you know what I mean? A, a manager who was very good, Steve Clark. Yeah, absolute gentleman, um, unbelievable person. Um, but was never going to play. Do you know what I mean? I, I had to. I made my decision then to come home. Um, November. I remember walking into his office. He said, "You're mad." He said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Go back and play in League One, or go back and play in." Um, I'll pick up the phone to a couple of teams and I'll, I'll ring them now. They'll take you tomorrow. You can even go in on trial. I said, listen, I said, uh, if, if if we go to a team now, I said, and uh, and it's January and they're playing three, four games, you know, every 10 days. I said, I will get swallowed up. I'm, I'm not physically fit enough to go in and play. I had to look at myself in the mirror and I had to tell myself some home truths. Not because I wasn't working hard or because I wasn't um, training hard. I was training every day. And there were tough sessions, a very good manager, you know what I mean? Unbelievable pedigree. But I wasn't ready to go back. We had played in league one the season before, and it's a physical league. Um, we'd obviously done well in it, but I was, was fit and I was sharp. And if I'd have went to the likes of a, a, you know, an Oldham again in league one, um, in the January, not fit, I would have been swallowed up. So I needed, I needed to make a decision, and I knew it was going to get people saying what's he doing why is he doing this um, he's fucked it away do you know what I mean he's back mm. in Ireland but you have to take it on the chin you have to you know you have to roll with the punches and we knew if we got myself fit and firing uh, you know good pre-season under my belt came back a month early came back in December so we could train then obviously back on the grass in January we knew if I had that base behind me 
then you wouldn't say the best of me until the summertime anyways but I knew it would give myself the best chance that would be half it that we could do okay up until the summer well, what, what was your impressions of the League of Ireland? Tough Yeah Strong Hungry players uh, want, want to do well Players want to prove themselves Obviously want to get try and get across the water That's the aim for, for most of the players in the league And there's players in this league That certainly can play across the water um, Very very good players You see, you see likes of Bowles They've got young players I know that mm. are, you know, are rivals But got that man Drew You know Darryl Lee obviously on Dundalk now But um, some good players uh, Lions the right back very good players they're all very good players I like them yeah. a lot even when I play against them I think very good side like, and these are uh, young players who are hungry and want to do well and you get that everywhere in this league do you remember when I first met you? Um, where Daily, was Daily Mount Daily Mount yeah when I was Green was taken sent off. off and you were taken off and then the Trevers are watching the match the corner flag Do you know what? pelted by coins no, I was taken off I was taken off at half time that game yeah because I wasn't fit enough right and I didn't have it in my legs to and, and, and I'll admit this I'm the first person the first person that I'll admit I wasn't happy when I got taken off but it was the right decision from the manager because would you have gave out yeah, I did. I had a strop, yeah. yeah. 100% I had a strop. I thought you were quite but stroppy I, now when I, you got to yeah. me. <laughs> I took, we took it on the chin, though, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we played bowls, or we played, I think we had, uh, who we played a week after? I don't know who it was. Might have been somebody. I can't remember. And then we played Sligo. And then I was home. called up to the force now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It's matter You can't write this, this, this game. The, the stuff that happens uh, in football is madness. Um, you know what you were saying there sorry just before I lose it you were saying there that you know um, before you know when you're jumping say from club to club yeah. on loans or whatever and people are saying oh he's he's losing it with that it comes that people perceive you have a reputation then yeah and you're mismanaged yeah. or you're, you're not you're not yeah, I, think, I, think, I, th- I think that was the the biggest problem for me then um, in England or maybe not in England just me, me, me reputation had taken a bit of a, a bit of a battering, and before I went on loan, and before I went to the likes of Oldham, and before I went to, um, you know maybe Blackburn, um, and Wigan, like you know the three clubs there. When I when I signed for Blackburn, I was coming back from Holland, and you know I was told I was going to play in the ten, and we played four four two, and I was after being playing the ten in Holland, and I was going into the championship. We were in four four two, and uh, you know we got we got dropped, and I was never gonna play in a four four two. Man City wouldn't let me go there if they were gonna play a four four two if they knew that. So the manager was full of spoofs to be honest, mm. and uh, it wasn't the only club I could have went. I had me picked that summer coming back from Holland, and uh, you know unless somebody convinced me to go there, um, he was basically dishonest. And uh, look, these things happen. Yeah, we went back to Man City then. Um, if they weren't too happy with with, with Arm Coyle, um, my reputation had taken a bit of a a, a bad run because they're probably saying he's he's probably giving out bits and bobs to other managers saying, oh no, don't take him. It's because it is this is why I didn't play him to cover themselves. Mm. When you know the reason I wasn't playing was because you were playing down the game. Game. You, are, you are, yeah you were playing yeah. long ball and you were playing four four two and I was never going to play in that. Yeah, so. Listen, these things happened. Then I signed for uh, signed for Wigan in the January. I got back and I tried to do, do the month with Guardiola and it's all rosy. Never had one issue. 
then you go back and I signed for uh, you know Brian Kidd, uh, Brian Marwood, and Morton Joyce were, were very close. We played against United all through the age groups. Always doing well against them. Morton Joyce was their reserve team manager. He calls me up. Uh, says, look, listen, but they get um, the Wigan manager. Uh, I've got three and a half year contract here. I want you. Um, will you come? So we say, yeah, yeah, look, sounds good. They're in the championship at the time. That bottom of the championship. Um, you know, he gives give me a three and a half year deal. The last day of the window in um, January, and he gets sacked. Dave. Toward, toward week in uh, February. So I'm in there three weeks and he's sacked. But, uh, they don't have a manager then till the end of the season. Graham Barrow takes over and he sticks with the lads that he knows. I think I played twice for them until from then until the end of the season. So we go back and say, we clean slate. Pre-season comes up, going back in, get a phone call, Paul Cook's going to be the manager. Saying, all right, he's saying no problem. Go in there. Did you know about Paul Cook from eh, League of Ireland? Not really, no, to be no. honest. Didn't didn't know. We knew, I asked Ender about him. And they said he's okay, he's a nice fella, they got on obviously well. So I'm thinking, oh, he's sound, this, we're in League One, it is what it is, we're going to be up around the top of League One, so I'm going to play, I'm going to get games. Thought Nick Pell was going to go, uh, Nick Pell didn't want to go. Um, Nick Pell's the number 10, he was the highest earner at the club at the time. I obviously wasn't doing too bad, and uh, they they had to get relegated, no pay cuts or anything. Decisions made, Jack, you, you need to leave, like, you know. So, uh we left, uh, went to Oldham, then obviously stayed at Oldham for six months. You know, manager, uh, get, we get relegated, manager gets sacked at the end of the season. We signed back for Oldham, probably should have went somewhere else, had a lot a lot more better options, but I was playing there and I was happy there and Doyle was there and he was going back there thinking we stay up, we were after signing Patrick McElhaney and a few others, we were going to have a good go. But, Listen, obviously, whatever happened with the owner happened, and you see where the club is now. It's mm. obviously not ideal. And mm. um, we only really saw him back there for Richie Wellens. He was, uh, he was, Richie Wellens and Paul Terry were unbelievable to me. So, look, the summer comes around then, and you, and that you, you, you sort out, you know, pay ups and what club can you go? Then you know, come next the option before you know you're going there last day of the window because most of these things happen towards the end of the window. Um. You go to Kilmarnock and we've already had three managers there that have, you know, basically not played me. So there's something kind of kicking on here. Whereas if my last three managers, Mick McCarty, Steve Clark and um, Stephen Bradley would probably give me great reviews. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's just at that time when you're going through that spell and you're putting the work in, you're not getting the breaks. It's... Uh, that's all it was, though. It's all circumstantial yeah. as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, it's not because it was going out and it was, I was a bad egg in the dressing room, but, look, if I was looking from the outside, I'd be saying, he must be a bad egg. Do you know what I mean? There yeah. must be something up with him. Why, is, why isn't it working out for, for him at Oldham or why isn't it working out for him at, uh, you know, Blackburn or Wigan? But there's there's always one side of the story, his side of the story, and then the full story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Listen, and people come up with their own conclusions. Yeah, people as come well. up with their own he's stuff and then doing what he's doing yeah. or whatever. And listen, I wasn't. I was, was training. Do you know what I mean? So it was last just season was the first full season you had since Holland. Then was it? First full season I had since no, since Oldham. Oh, Oldham. Yeah, yeah, yeah played yeah, forty-eight yeah. games at Oldham. We done well, like you know. But we obviously got relegated. How how would you sum up last season? Yeah, unbelievable. Probably you know one of the happiest I've been. Um. Yeah, just looking forward to doing it all again. It was, yeah. it was a, uh, it was a great.
great year for me personally. Like you know, just just getting back to a level where I thought, and I'm still not at the level where I think I should be. You know, but I'm at a level now where people, I think, they respect me and they say, yeah, that that that, that that's that's what he is. And coming back here, I wanted to show people basically what what I am and let them make their own minds up. Then you know. Did you hear anything about like Rovers fans or anything like that? What, what, yeah, well, I always knew Rovers fans. Like, yeah, well, I was in terms of expectation for success and all that. Yeah, at the start of the season, though, I, I, I was in my head. I was thinking the cup. I was thinking if we get a day out here, cup final, I said Rovers will pack it out. That would be, you know, happy days for me. Just as well it did happen, you know. Yeah. So. Unbelievable, you said that, did you? Yeah, at the start of the season, I was thinking the cup. Was, that, that that was my aim now, to be honest. And what was the feeling within the camp then as well? Were they thinking the same? Didn't or really did you have that conversation? Didn't really speak to many of the boys about it. Yeah. Um, really wanted to do well for myself in in Europe, just as a, just to say, yeah, we can still play against these players, and it doesn't matter mm. what people think of this league or what they think of 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 the standard of the of the league. If if we can go out and show people that yeah, we can play well against Waterford or you know Sligo or. Dundalk and then still go out and play well against you know Apoel Limassol mm. or, or Brandon that's that's good enough for me you know because yeah. you, can, you can only play against what's in front of you yeah. um, pre-season is obviously well and truly underway for you at the moment and yeah. with all the stuff going on off the pitch has that been a distraction for any of or has that came, came into kind what of is going on off the pitch you'll have to fill me in <laughs> Is there anything going on off the pitch? What the What's the distraction? Well, no, Abbottstown there seems to be a oh, bit of a oh, distraction. Yeah. Oh, no, we don't, we don't get involved in that, to be honest. Mm. That's, uh, that's people above our pay grades business, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, it's not for us. We're just ready to, ready to crack on. We're, we're, yeah. We feel as if we're in better shape than we were last year. Um, so, listen, I, look, I think the last time Rovers might have won the league was... I think they finished on 65 points or something. I think we finished on, what did we finish on, 70-something last year? Oh, God, Jesus. No, man, so it just shows yeah. how, how, you know, how good the, the, oh, the side is. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, yeah. I think, yeah, fair play to Dundalk. They're obviously a really good side as well. Um, they've pipped us, like. Um, but we'll be working hard to, to, to close that gap 100%. I know, you know, Vinnie Bird's obviously a very good manager as well. He's a, he's a lovely fella as well. So, listen, they'll be, they'll be uh, raring to go, but... So will we, you know. We think, we think, we think we uh, definitely in a better place than we were last year. Well, speaking for myself, we yeah, am anyway. Yeah, yeah. In terms of um, the 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 bad luck over Bowles last season in the league that carried on from the season before, before does, yeah. does that pressure come into the dressing room? No, no. I, I only played. I think I might have been for. I can't speak for the other lads, but myself personally, I only played against Bowles. I think probably four or five times. You won twice. Do you know what I mean? So for me, that's out the window um, don't think about it to be honest no you just look forward to them games Yeah. look forward to all the big games when you have a full crowd or you have more than what you would usually get it's a brilliant game. derby it's, isn't it it's a great derby like we played in you know fair few derbies and it's up there like you know it's uh, it's enjoyable it's one of those games that you're thinking this is this is enjoyable like you know when you're out there you're thinking don't really want this to end like you know I'm, I'm actually this is a proper game of football the semi-final of the cup as well. Yeah, you, you were wrecked after that. I'd say you saw her. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, maybe we had to go through the, the, the few few games of pain. To, I'm sure if they could have flipped it around and, 
and maybe got the day out of the Aviva and you know for their fans I'm sure I'm sure they might have given away a few of the derbies absolutely you know? yeah. yeah so listen I just think it clicked at the right time for us and, and uh, and look thank God it, 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 it worked out in the end you had a great game that day in the cup final didn't you yeah I, play, I thought I played well in the cup mm. final yeah I thought I worked hard you know it, yeah, probably had better games on the ball and yeah, I thought Thought as a team, our game plan was spot on. Like you know, I think if you watch the game back, I think we swallowed them up for the first thirty-five minutes. I don't think they got out. They got out much. Um, but listen, yeah, myself, we just we carried out the manager's game plan along with um, all the other boys. I think spot on, and I think a, a, a showed on the day. Don't think anyone on our team. I think we obviously had good performances, but I think if you are picking. Uh, best 11 from the two teams that day I think he would have had most of the Shamrock Rovers players Absolutely. in it so it goes to show that the manager put in the time the effort and the work with the, with, with the squad leading, leading up to that game now, How good are the coaching staff at Rovers? Very good yeah. you know, Glenn Crowns not only a great coach he's an unbelievable person Steve McPhail great person great coach um, you know, this fella's played in Champions League so anything he says you're going to listen to you're going to take it on board it's good to be involved with uh, people you know the manager as well, very experienced. Uh, good to be involved with people that talk uh, good football knowledge. Like um, you can sit there and have a conversation with them about football, and you know that you know it's 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 gonna be interesting. Like so, yeah. it's good to learn off them. Yeah. And what's what's it like? You know, like we haven't seen that in like in at all in the League of Ireland in terms of the development of of youth setups and roadstone and stuff like that. Do you get involved with the, the underage? Yeah, we do, yeah. We used to look after, what's the tens? I used to go up and uh, train them with with me all, with, uh, with my agent. He used to look after them, and obviously he's not looking after them anymore, so I haven't really gone up. Um, plus, it's been our pre season, but yeah. we'll, we'll do it again. What's so, that like? Is that like. It's great. Like, when you're giving kids advice and you see them taking it on board and. Um, you know, you tell them to do something, they score a goal, you see them running off celebrating. It's great, like, you know. Uh, it's a little buzz you get that you, you can't you can't really get that buzz anywhere else and you know you're, you're, you're helping somebody who's trying to, you know, be a professional football. And you, yeah, they're starting their little, journey. Yeah, away. you see the joy in their face and it's just the, the emotion of it. I, I love that side of, of, of try, trying to help the, the kids, yeah. So Barely. it's something I'm, uh, something I'm passionate about, yeah. So... Do you have a year left with Rovers, is it? Yeah, we've uh, we've yeah, probably about seven months left now, yeah. yeah. Well, till the season finishes. Se- uh, eight months. October. Eight nine months, months. Nine months, yeah. So, mm. do you have any goals or are you just taking it day by day? Um, look, I'm not going to say that I, I want to win Player of the Year again. I want to do as well as I did, but I do. Do you know what I mean? I do. I want to win Player of the Year again. I want to do as well as I can. I want to... Um, not not for myself, like I know if I'm setting them targets and, and, and ambitions then it's only gonna be good for the team. So if I'm at my best and I'm I'm hungry for, for the team to do well and for myself to do well, I know that that'll be the best Jack Bourne coming for the noise, so that'll only benefit the team. Yeah. So yeah, just look I wanna win that wanna win as much as I can. We 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 could have in, in uh the European game in Limassol, it's kind of, I still feel like it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, it was. I thought we were the better team over the two yeah. legs. Do you think we'd go an extra, we could next year, this season? We'll be more prepared, won't we? Yeah, it just yeah. depends on who you get. Yeah, I suppose. And where you get them. And yeah. If we played that game an extra time, 
the heat was the to be heat mad, was, was it? 45 degrees or something, I think. When we were, even when you're training then during the week. And let's be honest about it. I'll say the travel arrangement wasn't great getting there. We were up at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, we had to get a flight to Germany. We were traveling all day to Germany. You get a flight at six in the morning. And that's like, we had to get a flight six in the morning to Cyprus. That's just where the, the league is at and where the club is at. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. If that was tweaked and that was a little bit better, and um, we were going into extra time and we weren't up the day before, the two days before, whatever it was at six in the morning, and we were traveling for two full days to get the to get the Cybers, then you might be better prepared for the game and you might have that little bit more in you to to go and win that game. Then I think we got back from there. Um, we might have had to play somebody away on the Sunday or I think it was Cork or something. We were getting back at Saturday, yeah, Saturday right. morning, like you know, and then traveling down to Cork to play down there. On Sunday, all this like there's two points dropped for the league. Got Do a you know draw, what I mean? Yeah, like you get a draw, like and if you tweak these things and you, 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 look, I'm not saying that the club can do this. They might be able to, they might not be able to, but if they, they can't tweak these little things to give the players the the, the best chance, well then you you will see more improvements on the pitch because yeah. you best believe that the players are doing all they can. And the coaching staff are doing all they can. So the club need to do all they can as well. They give us the best chance. Because it wasn't the best chance we got given when we went away to Abu yeah. Limassol. And I, I, I think, look, I'm not blaming the club. It is what it is. Do you know no, what it's, I mean? it's, it's, it's just the league. It's yeah, the league maybe the Ireland. league could have done something about it. I yeah. don't know. It, but, you know, if that was managed a little bit better, we might have had a better chance, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. Because the extra time knocked the bollocks out us. Right, Jack, that was deadly. We we, we took enough of your time. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that was uh, all right for you. Yeah, I um, wasn't talking to him with bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Thanks so much for joining us. No, but, uh, and uh, best luck to the season. I'll yeah, be there man. in my usual spot in the South Stand. <laughs> Run on a muck. Run on a muck, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Lovely. Yeah, thanks, congrats yeah. congrats yeah. on the success last uh, season. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. All the best for this season. If And feel free you know. to sign a 10 year deal with Rovers as well. Like. <laughs> If they offer it. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, we thank you to get it too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as my, you know, I mean, pop along to a game or two this season if you haven't. Get involved. Go follow Mero around if you want. Or, you know, pop out to the Daily Man if you want to see real football. Mero, where can we hear more about the podcast? They can uh, search WTS Pod and all podcast providers. Yes, they can. And go to WTSPod.com as well. They can indeed. And if they want to learn more about this fabulous establishment in which we have recorded, they can go to SpatrickCastle.com. I've seen you looking for the <laughs> website. Every time you get the website wrong. It's SpatrickCastle.com. The stuff's been upgraded, so. It has. It's lovely. They've got a facelift and everything. And uh, wonderful staff in here. They were coming in, setting up. It's always coming in. Nice and polite. We're like, do you want fresh water? Do you want any hot towels? And I was like, I'll have a few hot towels. Hot towels. For the gaff. Please for the gaff. Straight into the wash bag. But yeah, look, Jack, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. Man, great to see you again. You too, bud. And until next week, my friend. See you later. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Hello. Look. <laughs>